Hi, everyone. This is Denise Brown, your host of Your Caregiving Journey, a talk show that helps you as you help family members and friends. On Monday nights, we gather for table talk, just like we're gathering or gathered around the table talking about what's going on for us during our caregiving experiences. Table talk and your caregiving journey are part of our caregiving podcast network, which creates caring conversations through various podcasts. Tonight we're going to talk about our National Caregiving Conference because the deadline to submit to present at our conference is Friday, March 2nd. So our third annual National Caregiving Conference happens on November 9th and 10th. It's here in Chicago. We'd love for you to consider submitting a proposal to present. Now you might think, I can't do that. And I am here to tell you that you can. So our presenters are anyone who's in a caregiving situation or has a previous caregiving experience. Just like in our days, we're the experts, and that's why we present at the conference. One of the things that makes our National Caregiving Conference different is that we don't go to hear people talk about what it's like for us. We go to hear each other talk about what it's like for us. We really gather to share, to connect, and to support. The two-day conference has various tracks all around what caregiving is like, the impact of caregiving on your faith, on your family, on your career, on your health, on your money. We talk about all of it. This year's theme is our best selves, and we're looking at how do we stay our best, during a time that can feel like the worst. So we'd love for you to think about submitting a proposal to present. One of our presenters from our second annual National Caregiving Conference is going to join us in just a few moments. And she's going to talk about how she didn't think she could, but she did, and how she's going to present again this year. So it's important to know that this is an opportunity for you. Something that can happen during caregiving is that you feel like you say no to life. Someone asks you to meet for dinner and you say, I'd love to, but I can't. You go to Facebook and you think, oh my gosh, how do these people go on vacation? I'd have to say no to that. Because it can feel like you're always saying no, I wanted to create something that feels like an opportunity for you to say yes. And that's the National Caregiving Conference. So I'd love for you to think about saying yes to presenting. When you complete the submission form, we do ask for a video. If you haven't done a podcast or a webinar before, simply create a really quick video on your phone and then send us the link. Include the link in the submission form. And what we're looking for in the video is just who you are. We just want to meet you. See who you are. It's just really nice to be able to see who you are. And that's why we ask for something, a webinar, a podcast, a video. So if you don't have a webinar or podcast and you have to create a video, please don't go to extra lengths. Don't necessarily worry about looking really great, you know, putting on nice clothes or really just interested in meeting you. So look at it as a video that introduces you to us. Tell us about your experience, 
caring for a family member. Tell us about what's important to you. Tell us why you picked the topic that you'd like to present about. And tell us why you think it's important to be a part of our conference. It can take two minutes, and that's great. It's really, again, just a way for us to meet you. We just want to meet you as part of the submission form. The deadline is March 2nd. To submit your form, go to caregiving.com. You can look on the side of any page on your desktop, and you'll see that there's a March 2nd deadline. Just click that, and that'll take you to the form. Or if you notice that there's a green menu bar across every page or just a menu bar on your phone or tablet, just click the menu and then look for NCC 18 and then look for call for submissions and then click that and that will take you to information about the conference, reminders about what our conference theme is, and then you'll see the submission form at the bottom of the page. Even if you feel like, oh, this is a long shot, still submit a presentation proposal. You never know. And here's the thing. If for whatever reason it just doesn't work out for you to present at our conference, you now have a topic that you can use to submit to other conferences. Why not position yourself as an expert around caregiving? You are. Why not help others who might be new to caregiving or healthcare professionals who just don't get it? You could be that voice of reason, that voice of common sense that can make a difference not only to a family caregiver, but a healthcare professional. Okay, so I want to bring on Lily Fuller. So you've met Lily Fuller either in our chat rooms on caregiving.com and on our podcast. And Lily was a volunteer extraordinaire at our very first conference that happened in December 2016. And then she returned to help in 2017 on our steering committee and participated as a panelist during our November conference. So welcome, Lily. Thanks for being with us tonight. Hi, Denise. I just want to warn you, we're having an ice storm, so if I get cut off, I have no control. Oh, you're having an ice storm. Yeah, it's crazy. But I'm, when was the last I'm time driving, you... but I am here. It when was the last like time you had an ice storm? No, here. I don't wow. think we've ever had. It's hailing so bad, it's crazy. Wow. Okay, so thank you for being with us. So are you driving now? Yes, I am. Okay. So we'll be we'll be safe with you in your car. We won't distract you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you're not uh, distracting me. Okay. So you presented, you participated on a panel at our conference in November. What was it like for you before the conference thinking about participating on a panel discussion? Oh gosh, I was a nervous wreck. I I had never participated in anything like that before and I didn't know what to expect. Of course, I had just lost my mom, so I was very emotional to begin with. I didn't know if I was going to be able to participate. If it was just my thoughts were not good leading up to that. But I was so excited about it. 
And you were part of a panel discussion that talked about life after caregiving ends, which was really a perfect fit because you were right in that period of time. I was right in it, right. Well, I still am, but I was... Yeah, exactly. Your mom had died in September, and so really, was it only two months later that you were at the conference? Yes, two months. Wow. My mom passed away on September 7th. Wow. That's what I thought. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. It's so funny to think about it because the days are long leading up to the conference, and it feels like it's a month. Every day is a month. And I lose perspective on the timing. So it's helpful to talk about this. Okay, so it was two months after your mom's death, and you're on a panel discussion talking about life after caregiving ends. And the concern is that you're going to cry and that it's going to be too difficult for you to talk about. Right. And then how did it, what was it, yeah, what was it really like? Um, I, I was emotional and I cried, but I was able to get through it with the help of my co-panelists. Um, they were very, they were, they just, you know, really um, helped me through it. I felt, I, it really made me feel good to be able to share all the feelings that I was having about losing my mom and being where I was and moving forward. It helped me be in a better place. I believe that. And how often have you presented in front of an audience prior to the November conference? Never. <laughs> okay, so Never. Talk, <laughs> talk about being thrown into a stressful situation. It is stressful to talk in front of an audience. And you're going to talk in front of an audience during a very emotional time in your life. So no wonder you were worried about it. No wonder it was nervous for you. You were nervous. to the fire. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. When the panel discussion was over, when your workshop was done, how did it feel? I felt like I could take a huge deep breath. I was so, it felt so good to me to be able to share everything that I was feeling. And my co-panelists were understood because they were going through the same thing. Um, So it was just, it was a great experience. And now I want to do it again. Okay. So what's great about your panel discussion is that you and your co-panelists are getting together again to do another panel discussion in our third conference. Correct. What does the panel discussion look like? Yeah, what's the focus for this year's panel? It, it will be, again, on life after, after caregiving and moving forward. I love and, that. And I it hasn't it. even been, it will only be one year for me when, when we're at the conference this, this year. It will be one year oh. that my mom has been gone. What were the experience of the other panelists? Who had they cared for, and how long had it been for them 
in an after caregiving experience? Oh gosh. Now you're really picking my brain. <laughs> and <laughs> I I don't I don't know for sure the time, but each cared for their mother. Okay. But I don't know the time frame. One of the things that I think is always awesome is that there's a continuity of the stories. And so what's great about your panel discussion meeting again a year later is that you can build up the story. What happens next? What was the first full year really like for you? What did you learn? What helped? What hurt? What advice can you give to someone? I I think and, that's and so you powerful. Know, last year I was pretty much in a fog, so I'm sure that it will be much better for me this year because I won't be in that just lost my mom fog. Yeah. You know, I'll be able to better um, better explain myself, better share what I'm going through. I think I'm hoping. Yeah. I like to encourage people to think about participating in the conference as a presenter and a panelist. And I love your story because you did it. You were nervous about doing it, doing it, and yet you still did it. Still did it, and it was such a good experience that you're going to do it again. What I, words? I am going of, to do it again. <laughs> you are. Pardon so, me? what words of what words of encouragement could you share to someone who's listening to us tonight thinking, oh, maybe I could do, but I don't know if I can. What words of encouragement could you share? Well, my first advice, I think, for someone would be to go with the panel first, not to do something on your own um, and to do something that's dear to your heart. Talk about something, present something that is really meaningful to you, that that is dear to you. Because if you do that, then the words more come from your heart than something that you have studied or read or learned. And just to go I think for so it, too. don't be scared because you're because the people that you're around, the people that you're with, are all people who have been through the same thing that you're going through or you did go through. We're all family caregivers. We're a family. And I would say that we're all a very wonderful audience. We are. I believe yes. that, too. If it's your first time presenting, for instance, you could tell the audience, this is my first time presenting, and oh my gosh, we're all there to support you, help you, encourage you. You are not alone, even when you are up there presenting on your own. We really want you to be successful and do well and have a good experience. It was a beautiful experience for me, and the ladies that I presented with are very dear to my heart now, and I've only met them one time just because they went through that with me. Yeah, we went out to dinner on Saturday night. who wants to get it off their chest, something off their chest, that that's the way to go, to be able to share it. 
So on Saturday night, we do a dine-around at the conference. It's an opportunity to go out to a restaurant with people from the conference. And our dine-around included your panelists, Lily. So that was fun, too. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. The dine-around was the dine around was a lot of fun. And Lisa was there, but I don't believe Penny was. Yep, Penny was there. Oh, yeah, Penny was there. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yep, she was there, yep. So it what are you looking Because then to... afterwards we could just talk about what had happened and what we did, you know? Yeah. What are you looking forward to about this year's conference? I'm, oh gosh, I'm looking forward to being away. I'm looking forward to being with people who who get me, who know what I, what I was going through, what I am going through now. I look forward to the, to meeting new people, to hearing all the different presentations. I feel like that's my other family. We go back to the same, yeah, we go back to the same hotel every year. And I think that's important. What what is it like for you to think about going back to the hotel? Oh, I'm all for that because I feel like that, like that hotel is, the National Caregiving Conference. Like, that's our home for the conference. That's our you know, place. And, yeah, and I like that we're going back to the same spot. And it did it did take me a little bit to work through. Was it okay that we go back to the same hotel? And the reason that I think it's good that we go back is that during a caregiving experience, so much changes that the idea that you... We're going back to the same place. You know how to get there. You know what to expect. You have an idea of what it looks like. You know what the floor plan is. I think that's comforting. You don't have to learn something new. You don't have to figure out different travel plans. It's the same. The consistency is comforting, too, I think. I think so. I think... think it's very comforting just to just to go and be in the same place. It's um, yeah. It's the home, you know. It's always nice yeah. to be home. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's been how many months? September to October, October to November, November to December, December to January, January. So it'll be coming up on six months. What has been yes. the biggest surprise for you in the first six months since your your mom's death? Um, getting out into the world, finding my place with a job, um, meeting lots of people. I feel like I'm still in a caregiving role, and it makes me feel good. But the most important the most important thing is getting back into the world. I I always thought maybe I would become a hermit, 
or remain a hermit after my mom passed. But I haven't. I feel like I'm back in the back in the world. That's awesome. That's a good feeling. Yeah, that is awesome. And you're back in the world contributing in many different ways. You're working, but you're doing something that's really meaningful. You're providing transportation to individuals who are disabled or have a chronic illness. You're helping their family caregivers. Your work is meaningful, and you're getting paid for it. It's awesome. It's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That's the best part. (laughs) Yes. No, actually, it's, awesome. it's not the best part, but but I do I do love it, and it I'm continuing my caregiving life, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've always done, and it's what I'm still doing. So Kathy's joined us this evening. So let me bring on Kathy. Oh, hi, Kathy. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. I'm doing well. Today. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing? Good evening, Lily. I'm doing well. Thank Kathy, you. we've been good. We've been talking about the National Caregiving Conference, and Lily is returning as a panelist in November, which is very exciting. So, how was your day today, Kathy? How are things going? You know what? Things uh, things are going very well. It's um, I I kind of uh, had messaged with Lily earlier. You know, there's always highs and lows and interesting new uh, tweaks when you're in caregiving. And today was one of those where my mom was a little bit on the wanting to be a little bit defensive side. And, and so it it was kind of comical at some point in time. It's like we both were sitting on the couch kind of being pouty with each other. And then, we you know, we laughed oh. through it. But it's just every day is kind of an adventure. And, you know, it's, you just never know what each day is going to bring. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is part of it, which is exhausting. That's the part that's exhausting mm-hmm. because you you feel like you've tackled one problem and then there's a different kind that comes up and you think, oh, now we got to tackle this one too. Right, and you know, I think there's that always that having to constantly be um, alert and into the caregiving mode. And then remembering, you know, that, that you are the caregiver and that you're the adult, you know, and that you have to so uh, kind of step back sometimes and, and, you know, like, you know, not engage into, like, from with me, that mother-daughter kind of conversation. Um, and then for my mom, too, it's, you know, she, there's times she just needs to be the mom or she needs to be less alone and, you know, have that kind of moment just to have her her true feelings where I think... Sometimes I'm challenged to not always be in that caregiver hovering mode. So um, it was it was a good day, but we, it had some interesting times. And, and that's the nice thing I think about the relationships that you develop with uh, caregiving.com and the chat is, you know, I, I messaged Julie at one point and said, oh, something about arguing, and she said, you know, treasure the moment. And I thought, you know, she's right. It's not about winning an argument. It's about treasuring the moment. So. Although I did uh, reply back to her, well, she started it. (laughs) 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 So Lily had to kind of mother me. (laughs) Yeah, it is hard to keep your perspective and to remember what's truly important. 
because the tug of wars will really just lure your, it, you in. It's hard sometimes to say, this is a tug of war. I can choose not to tug. <laughs> I can step away. I exactly. can leave the room. <laughs> Except sometimes you just want right. to tug right back. I'm going to tug. I'm going to tug harder. I'm going to tug really hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so it, it's nice. So and I, you know, I'm glad to have those moments where you can just laugh about it, too. Like, okay, you know, just step back and be an adult here. And so, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. But that seems like the hardest part of it, doesn't it, sometimes? Because you have to be an adult so much. It's the mm-hmm. decision. It's the... The responsibility, it's the pressure. I think the idea that you want to be released from being the adult is understandable. It is it is a lot of pressure to be to be the adult. Um, I think especially when you're when you're caring for a parent. You know, sometimes sometimes it just it makes you want to be the kid again. You know, yeah, but yeah. you're not the right. kid again. No, and yeah. I think the the responsibility for the decisions you're making, because you're, you know, you're really responsible for somebody's health and their well-being, and and you know, there are times I think when I just want to sit back and be the daughter, or I, I want to stick my head up and say I don't want to have to have that huge responsibility. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, it's it's really about just I think being there, being involved loving and, and, you know, really appreciating, like like Lily told me today, just treasure those moments because it's really about those relationships. Yeah. I have been trying to let drama flow past me rather than grab a hold of it and really get engaged with it. Mm-hmm. And I have to remember that. It's just deciding... How do I want to use this moment? I can use it in a way that takes from the moment, or I can use it in a way that gives back a powerful moment. Right. Kathy, last week we had talked about when your next break is. How is that coming along? Oh, oh, yes. Um, yeah, actually, we're looking. Uh, is it towards the end of? of March to take a, a brief weekend trip to um, see family and just do some, some fun things with us. I think you mentioned last time we live on a ranch, and so we're actually wanting to go to a horse sale, and um, I've put those, you know, those baits out there, and I think we've got it all set up. That's awesome. So end of March. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. And, and for a long weekend, for two nights, one night, how will you work it out? Yes. Um, I think it will be for two nights, and that works that works well for us because the the people who take over work Monday through Friday, so it doesn't impact you know their their work responsibilities. It gives us you know free weekend, so it's been a nice um, working together to come up with good solutions. Yeah, and it's been nice for you to release the responsibility. And know that they're going to mm-hmm. manage the responsibility, which sometimes takes a little bit of trust, that you trust they're going to be okay. And the first time you did it, it worked exactly. out okay. 
there were no problems, and you really enjoyed yourself. Right. Exactly. And, and it, you know, I think it's also showing, for me, it was showing that respect as well, to that I do trust them. I do know that they will know what to do, and I know that they will call if they need, you know, help or questions answered. And so it was, um, it was a big step, I think, for everybody, and, and it was a huge kind of like, whew, we did this, you know, and so it makes it easier... <laughs> I think in the future, you know, and, and yeah. that too, I think, was on everybody's part, and it, and it took all hints in the deck, but we got it done. And how did your mom do while you were gone? She did well. She um, she said she missed us, and, and you know, we're her comfort zone, and, and it's her, her, you know, she's used to our routine, but she knew it was um, short term, and we have a a. a a whiteboard on the refrigerator we write out what's happening every day so she knew when we were gone she knew when we were coming back and and that gives her a comfort as well so she did she did well good that's what i think we worry about the most that something is going to be awful for our carry while we're gone right and it, it's great that she was okay mm-hmm it was, and you know, so you have to, with anybody's life, there's something that can happen. You know, I mean, you know, so I think well, you can't you can't over prepare, but you also can't avoid living or taking advantage of those opportunities when they come up because of the what if. Because you, you just never know what a what if is going to be. So, you know, you just have to do the best you can, I think, and and, and let go and trust and and know that if something comes up, it can be taken care of. And that if something happens, oftentimes it's out of your control. It's not something that was preventable, and it's not your fault. Right. Exactly. That's the big one. Yes. Yep. Right. Yeah. It takes us a little bit to get to those. Even if we were there. Exactly. Exactly. I think sometimes we think too much of our presence, meaning that our presence can prevent everything. And our presence does prevent, but it's not going to be able to prevent everything, which is why it's so important for us to continue and know that it's not our fault. So you have to keep us posted, Kathy, on how things go. I will. I will. I'm looking forward to it. So just a reminder, Kathy leads our chat on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, and we talk about essential oils and how you can use essential oils. And, Kathy, I share your tips all the time now. You have educated me so much about essential oils. I just love it. I love knowing all these tips. Yeah, I love it. Good. I enjoy it, too. um, It is, and... And it makes a, a difference, I think. I really, I do, I do believe in the use of them for multiple reasons. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next week. I'm going to try to gear into a little more of some things we can do, like with hand sanitizers and lotions and those kind of things that that uh, are good just health practices as well as you know mental and physical for our bodies and our environment. Sounds great. Sounds great. Thank you, Kathy, for being with us tonight. It's always great to have you check in with us and let us know how you're doing. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate the opportunity. 
just a reminder, you also can connect with Lily and Kathy and myself in the caregiving chat room. And the chat room is open 24 hours with scheduled chats at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, and 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you so much for listening tonight. This was Table Talk every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to stop by caregiving.com. Let us know how you're doing because we do always love to know. Take care. Bye-bye.